You're listening to Faith and Family. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're in the middle of our Concordia On Air College Fair, and it's my distinct honor and pleasure to bring you my alma mater, Concordia University Chicago. Go Cougars! Joining me by phone is Rosa Ryber, Associate Director of Admissions for Concordia University Chicago. Thanks for joining me, Rosa. Of course. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So you and I were actually classmates back in the day at Concordia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we were. Yeah. We sang in choir together a uh, lot. Yes, we have. Those those are some good times. <laughs> Definitely. So uh, tell me a bit about uh, yourself and why you originally chose Concordia Chicago. Yeah, definitely. So like Sarah said, I am the associate director of freshman admission, um, but I did not start that way. I started as a freshman student. I actually came from Lakeland, Florida, and really thought throughout high school that I was feeling called to be a Lutheran school teacher. And so I narrowed my search between a few Concordias, came to visit Concordia Chicago, and absolutely fell in love, especially because I was thinking about doing um, some choral music music uh, as well, and just really enjoyed meeting Dr. Brown in my college search. So I came here with the idea of being a Lutheran school teacher and very much enjoyed the education program, but pretty quickly found out that I don't think I was being called to be a Lutheran school teacher, but loved the community, loved just the people I got to interact with, um, and loved the other majors that I was able to choose from. So that's why I ended up at Concordia. So I ended up majoring actually in communication and theater with a music minor. So I was able to still incorporate the things I was interested in, but still at the end of the day, end up with a major that I really loved. So now, especially as an admission counselor, that is something I get to do every day to just communicate with people um, about Concordia and about the reasons why it could potentially be their perfect college. So that's kind of how I chose Concordia. Sure. And what what was the reason for, uh, for staying on and, and uh, making it part of your career then? Yeah, so when I was a student, I actually worked in the Office of Undergraduate Admission as a student ambassador. So I gave campus tours, I would enter data, um, a lot of things like that, the office work, but the part I really enjoyed was working with families. And it was really cool to see someone who I had given a tour to actually end up enrolling maybe the next year. And so that just kind of sparked this desire to really carry on the mission of Concordia and really share why it was so special for me with prospective students. So my job in the office, um, when I was about to graduate, I actually had uh, a couple people say, hey, you really need to stay on. You really need to work here. Um, and it was something, honestly, I kind of fell into, but but then decided, you know what, this actually is a really cool vocation. It's something I can see myself doing, and it's a way that I can still um, serve students who I really love, but also serve Concordia and serve the church as well. So that's kind of, I guess how I ended up staying on and very grateful for the opportunity to stay on at Concordia even after graduation. Sure. It's, it's a, it's kind of funny how, how you think you have a plan for your, for your career and God says, nope, this is going to be better for you. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) And And it honestly took me a little bit of time to really even think, oh, well, this, this field of admission counseling is, is legitimate or it is helping in some way because I think it was a transition from being a student. But um, definitely now just looking back and having seen students who I recruited actually graduating and going on to grad school and going on to get awesome jobs, it's just, it, it is really fulfilling. And it is really cool that God knew what was up <laughs> before I did. So. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I know there's, there's a lot of exciting things happening on campus. Can you, can you tell yeah. me about some of those? 
Yeah. So, I mean, just a few years ago, we celebrated our 150th anniversary. Um, so Concordia was founded in 1864. So um, we're, we're a little more than 150 years old now. So that celebration is still continuing. And I think there was a lot of momentum built from that. And so um, we actually just opened this fall, a couple days ago, um, our new residence hall. And at this time, it's being called Concordia Hall until someone decides they want to donate some <laughs> money to rename it. <laughs> um, so it is a new five-story residence hall, and it is um, suite-style, like apartment-style living. And so far, the students who live there are so thrilled. They can't even believe that it is <laughs> the place that they get to live for this school year. So that's a really exciting thing that's happening right now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there were some updates to the, the chapel as well. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot. Concordia <laughs> University Chicago, it, it a lot of times is abbreviated CUC, but our student ambassadors this summer started um, saying that CUC no longer stood for Concordia University Chicago. Now it stood for Concordia Under Construction um, <laughs> because there was a lot going on this summer. So not just the new residence hall, but also the chapel. So all of the carpet was torn up and um, beautiful new floors were, were put in, um, as well as new paneling um, to improve the acoustics and things like that. So it now, I mean, it was glorious before, but now <laughs> being in there for any of the, the services with the chapel, the beautiful um, organ, um, and, and just all of the amazing musicians that we have here, it just sounds amazing. So yeah, that's a cool new spot. There's also a new baptismal font outside of the chapel um, with a new piece of artwork as well, which is really beautiful. Um, and there are also improvements being made to Mary Martha Hall as well as um, Trusheim, um, or sorry, excuse me, it's pronounced Trusheim, which I just learned this past weekend. We had been saying it wrong. Um, but those halls as well um, are getting uh, a renovation um, coming up next summer, as well as their lounge was being renovated this summer. So just a ton going on. I'm sure there are other things I'm probably forgetting because um, it seemed like every part of campus was getting an improvement this summer. It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty excited to go back and uh, and hear a, a concert in the chapel. Yeah, that was really visit. exciting. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So um, tell me, speaking of the chapel, tell me a little bit more about uh, spiritual life opportunities for students. Yeah, so... I think that it is just such a cool thing to have a Lutheran university that does have these core values um, that we hold to be so near and dear. So student life is something that is thriving at Concordia. Um, we do have a student-led campus ministry team, and they are um, – they are, I, I guess, managed by our campus pastor, um, Pastor Jeff Leininger, as well as our um, campus deaconess, Deaconess Betsy Karkin. And um, it's a student-led team, like I said. So there is a president. Um, they have um, different leaders of the different ministry teams. So it's kind of broken up into several different areas. Um, it's ministry to Concordia, ministry to Chicago, ministry to the world, Concordia Youth Ministry, and then new within the past couple of years, we also have spiritual life resident assistance. So it seems like just from the areas of spiritual life that we offer, that it kind of is touching every part of campus and hopefully every part of the world. Um, so the different areas 
ministry to Concordia, um, those those areas really serve the students on campus. So whether that's through the Fellowship of Christian Athletes or um, there are student-led daily prayer offices, um, there is a more contemporary service on Sunday nights called Prayer and Praise. Um, there are different small group Bible studies, things like that. Um, or Ministry to Chicago is really reaching out to ministries around this area and seeing how we can help improve the lives of of the homeless population in the city of Chicago by donating meals or working in food pantries. Um, Ministry to the World, they they do mission trips all around the world. A few years ago, they went to Thailand. Um, This past summer, they went to Guatemala. Um, So just really trying to get into all areas of the world. And then Concordia Youth Ministry is actually, um, those are several teams of students who put on um, like lock-ins for different churches around the area. So if that's something that someone wants to request one of our Concordia Youth Ministry teams to come and work with their youth at their church, that's something they could definitely get in touch with us about. Um, and then lastly, like I said, the Spiritual Life Resident Assistants, they live in every single one of the residence halls and, and really find opportunities to pray with, do Bible studies with, or even just plan floor activities or programs that really revolve around making sure that everyone on campus is having a, a healthy spiritual life um, on on campus during their stay here. So Sure. So uh, that's, that's a lot of opportunities. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, I'm talking a lot, but I mean, there, it's positive that there are so many things sure. offered at Concordia for that. Yeah. And, and that's something that you don't get at every university. So that, Absolutely that really makes, not. Yeah. that really makes a, a Concordia and Concordia Chicago, a very unique place for students to be able to have those opportunities. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's talk a little bit about uh, the academic programs. What, what uh, opportunities do students have for, for academics? Yeah, so much. So, I mean, like I I mentioned, or maybe I haven't mentioned yet, we were actually the first Concordia founded. And um, and since then, um, we've grown from being kind of a teacher seminary to now having actually over 70 different undergraduate majors. Um, some of the, the top majors, um, certainly things like education is still very strong for us. Um, psychology is one of our top majors in the College of Arts and Sciences, but then also the College of Business is very strong, especially with our proximity to Chicago. Um, but some of the ones I think that set us apart, um, we're actually the only Concordia that has an undergraduate deaconess program. And so any students who are thinking about um, becoming a, a deaconess, that is a way to achieve that at the undergraduate level. Um, and then if they choose to go on to the seminary, they certainly can. Um But then something else that I think we're really proud of and something that's really growing is our computing science program. Um, So we actually have a a very strong program that has been emerging over the last few years, um, so much so that last year, or maybe it was the year before, but within the past couple of years, um, we have an IEEE team and club, which is basically like they do 24-hour programming competitions. So it's all very much over my head, but they <laughs> they understand it. Um, and they recently won, um, in the entire city of Chicago, won this programming competition, um, and they were playing against um, graduate schools and really big-name universities. Wow. So I think to have that type of program at a school like Concordia really just proves that, of course, we're building up... Um, leaders in the church, but we're also building up strong leaders who are going to serve in a lot of different types of capacities. So I think that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That, 
that is that's really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and and it's it's a looking to the future too. And there's so many opportunities in in uh, career paths these days that that have to do with um, computers and being able to understand that language that uh, having that is is a great opportunity for students. Yeah. Yeah. And the the deaconess program that that's we we love talking about deaconesses and deaconess <laughs> stories and, and that vocation for women. So that's that is awesome that that, uh, that Chicago has the un- undergrad opportunity that stu- that yeah. those women don't have to wait until they they go to seminary if they know that this is something they want to do. They have that opportunity as as an undergrad. Right. Yeah. And just really quickly to kind of plug on that, mm-hmm. um, we do have uh, an event coming up in October. It's going to be October 20th through 22nd. And it is something called Careers for Christ. And it's something that I actually help organize. And so I would love to meet mm-hmm. any student who would like to come to this. But it is for students who might be um, considering or trying to discern a potential path in church work. Mm -hmm. And so that is a great time as well, kind of going off of the Deaconess um, Studies program. We also have, in in conjunction with the Careers for Christ event, any student who might be interested in diving a little bit further and learning more about Deaconess Studies is invited to come the day before Careers for Christ begins. Mm -hmm. And there's actually another event for them called Women of Mercy. And they spend the day doing um, a service project in the city of Chicago. They... um, have different Bible studies on campus. They attend class on campus. And then leading into Careers for Christ, um, we also, students would stay overnight on campus. We go downtown, have fun, uh, scavenger hunt, eat pizza, things like that. But we're also going to have a lecture on campus for the Reformation celebration. Um, We're going to have rare books and uh, treasures and box Bible and a lot of really uh, historic things on campus. So just kind of speaking to students who might be thinking about church work um, and considering those vocations, that would be a really good time to consider coming to campus. Absolutely. Uh, So what what kind of study abroad programs or, or international opportunities do students have? Yeah, so we, um, our academic advising office, they help mentor students who are thinking about studying abroad. Um, We have a lot of different opportunities. Um, We actually hosted a day last semester where students could go and learn about the different opportunities that they could pursue throughout the the coming semesters. Um, I think it's really cool because we work through different um, organizations, like um, it's called like AIFS um, is is one of the organizations um, that they have different universities that they already work through. So it's kind of already established so that students can just go and be a part of those programs. So some examples of places that people could go, um, there's actually a student-led trip coming up to Greece, and that's going to be more like a two-week trip um, for students who want to do things um, that, that are maybe like a full semester. There are opportunities in Italy, um, there are opportunities in Spain, um, South Africa, Costa Rica, um, all over the place. Um, but I think it's nice that students do get to have the choice if they want to go for maybe an entire semester, an entire summer, or maybe if they want to do just one of those two-week trips and maybe go with ministry to the world to Guatemala, or maybe go with um, our professor, Dr. Bayans, to Greece for a couple weeks. Um, we had a, a group a couple summers ago um, from the theology department, or excuse me, the theater department and English department, and they went to England, Scotland, and Ireland. Um, 
So there's a ton that you can choose from. I think it's nice that there are so many opportunities so you can figure out which one would best fit into your schedule. Sure. And those those international opportunities really provide uh, something something special, something very, very extra that you don't get anywhere else and that you aren't probably aren't going to get very easily. Yeah, um, when, when you're in your, when you're in your career path, um, I've realized that, that when, when you're in college, those opportunities are fantastic when you, when you're able to experience other cultures and, and, right. uh, and, and have that add into your, into your college experience. Yeah. And kind of going off of that, I, I think it's also good to note that our top music ensembles, they also tour internationally mm-hmm. every three years. So our Wind Symphony, um, which is an amazing group, um, <laughs> they just got back from South Africa. They went this past May. Mm-hmm. Um, and a few summers before that, our Capella went to Poland mm-hmm. on their international tour. So it's not just something that um, you you have to do independently. You can also end up going with a group if you are musically inclined and want to be a part of one of those music ensembles. So speaking of music, what, what kind of extracurricular uh, activities are available? Oh gosh, so much. (laughs) I I think a lot of times people think, oh, if I'm going to go to, you know, a small private school like Concordia, that I'm going to have to sacrifice being able to be involved in things. And Mm -hmm. that's absolutely not true. Um, There's so much going on. So, I mean, Certainly, we already touched on spiritual life. There's Mm -hmm. something to get involved in there for everybody. Um, But then we also do have a lot of different clubs and organizations. So um, we offer Division III athletics. um, And actually, our baseball team, um, they won for the fifth year in a row. Um, They were conference champions. Mm -hmm. And this year, for the first time ever in university history, went to the the World Series for Division III. Mm -hmm. And they ended up taking seventh place overall in Division III, um, which is amazing. So athletics are really strong on campus. Um, We also do have the different musical ensembles. Um, Capella is the top touring choir. Wind Symphony is the top touring um, instrumental group. Mm -hmm. But then we also have things like... university band, um, school of cantorum, which is the chapel choir, um, jazz band, different things like that. Um, and then for students who might not be athletic or musical, (laughs) there's a ton going on there too. Um, our theater program is incredibly strong and we have a lot of relationships within the city of Chicago where students get to work with professional Chicagoland directors and playwrights and, um, and that has has really worked to the benefit of our theater students. Mm-hmm. We have a campus newspaper. We have um, student government. We have um, we even have like a ping pong club. <laughs> we have a gamers alliance um, for students who like to play video games or strategic board games. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's there's so much, and there's even different clubs for specific majors. So um, like the history and political science club, mm-hmm. pre med club, psychology club. There's really something for everybody. So I always tell my students, if you're sitting in your room bored by yourself, that's your own fault. There's plenty to go and get involved in. Um, And at the beginning of every semester, there's a student activities fair Mm -hmm. so that students can become aware of all the various activities they can get involved with. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot I think going it's on. honestly grown even since we were students. It sounds so. like it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is very cool. So other than extracurriculars, uh, what do students enjoy doing either on or off campus, like on the weekends or, or after class yeah. or on a day off or something like that? 
Yeah. So, I mean, you, you know this firsthand as well. We have such a distinct advantage mm-hmm. um, being located so close to the city of Chicago. We're only about nine miles west. So there are are just a ton of things for students to do. Um, The neighborhood that we're located in, River Forest, it's beautiful, upscale neighborhood. So if students want to go for bike rides or walks or things like that around campus or even take a short walk to downtown Oak Park, which is just about a mile away from our campus, there are a ton of things to do there, cute little shops and restaurants, a movie theater where students can get a $3 movie once a month at the Lake Theater. Um, But then in that area, that's also where students would hop on the train or or the L to go downtown. Um, We're only about a 20, 25 minute ride to the city of Chicago. So students definitely take advantage of that, um, whether it's going to see the World Series champs, the the Cubs, um, or whether it's going to see something Broadway in Chicago. Um, They're constantly having free festivals and things like that in Chicago. So there are so many things for students to take advantage of. a lot of activities will, or clubs, I mean, will go downtown. So, hey, we're all going to go ice skating in Millennium Park, or we're all going to go try this fun new restaurant. Um, so there's there's always something to do um, that students can, can go and, and really experience the culture that the city of Chicago has to offer. Absolutely. I remember... Some of, some of my best memories, you know, going downtown to the to the opera because the opera gives you yeah. student tickets. I mean, that was just that ha- being able to have that opportunity as a college right. student is just amazing. Right. Yeah. Or like the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, mm-hmm. they constantly yep. are doing student tickets. Or one of my favorite things to do when I was in college was go to just different improv shows. Mm-hmm. And you can find those at Second City or Improv Olympics for $5, which right. is so cool to just have that right at your fingertips. Yeah. Yeah. And all the free concerts in Millennium Park. I mean, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the lake is right there, too. Yep, exactly. There's always something to do. <laughs> so, uh, um, one of the most important things, maybe, for college stu- or for prospective students, is the food. What is the food like on <laughs> campus? <laughs> yeah. So, um, again, I mean, just being so, so close to the city of Chicago, we have a ton of amazing places off campus that you can go and visit. Um, Johnny's Beef is one of the best places. Mm-hmm. Lou Malnati's is my favorite place to get deep dish. Mm-hmm. So, there's always a fun place to to go when you're around campus, but actually on campus, um, we have a lot of really great dining options as well. So um, we obviously do have the cafeteria, um, and that is something students enjoy going to because it's all you can eat. Uh, So one meal swipe, you get in and you can have um, a little bit of everything, which is nice, especially for our our football athletes. They tend to (laughs) go and take advantage of that all you can eat option a lot. Um, But we also do have... um, We do have a subway on campus, um, so if students enjoy eating fresh and getting (laughs) subs and things like that, um, that's constantly available for them. We also do have a grill where um, students are made fresh to order burgers or chicken sandwiches or chicken tenders or quesadillas, um, all the really bad foods for you, but (laughs) really good um, for college students. Um, and in that same location, there's actually a Starbucks bar as well where they can make different Starbucks drinks, which is so nice. So they didn't have those things when we were students. No, <laughs> um, 
No, I just remember soft serve ice cream and omelets on Sundays. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Brunch is always the best yes. on, on Saturdays and Sundays. Mm-hmm. The omelet line gets really long. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, and in addition to that, there's a couple other cafes around campus. So that myth that students have to eat ramen all the time, you know, to survive is absolutely untrue. There are so many options on campus and they're open really late as well. So even if a student is super involved and, you know, they didn't get a chance to eat dinner, they can still go uh, or, or go to, to get some great food options later on in the evening. So absolutely. That's nice. Yes. So for students that uh, want to tour campus, yeah. are, there, are there upcoming visit days? I know you mentioned Careers for yep. Christ, but uh, are, there, are there other ones coming up? Yeah, so we have a lot of different opportunities coming up. Um, actually, this fall, we have two upcoming group visit days. Um, so they're like open houses. The first one is going to be on Monday, October 9th, and the next will be on Saturday, November 11th. Um, and if anyone wants to register for those days, um, they can easily go to our website. It is just cuchicago.edu slash visit. And the student can see upcoming large campus visit days like that, um, or we are constantly doing individual visits as well. So if students and families find that they are around the Chicagoland area um, at a time that maybe we aren't having one of those open houses, they can always schedule an individual visit, and we would love to take them on a tour, have them attend chapel, um, go to lunch, attend classes, things like that. Um, So we're constantly encouraging students to come and check out campus to really get a feel for if Concordia Chicago could be a good fit for them. Absolutely. And uh, where I know you said you mentioned the website, cuchicago.edu slash visit. Where else on maybe social media can students find you? Oh, sure. Yeah. So there is a main university page um, on Facebook. So they can just easily search Concordia University Chicago. Same thing for Twitter. Um, If a student is really active on Twitter, they could go there. Um, But we actually also have um, an Instagram page for our undergraduate admission office. So there's a main university page, but then we also have one specifically for undergraduate admission. And the handle for that, if students want to follow us on Instagram, is just C-U-C underscore admission. And we always post about our upcoming visit opportunities. It's a really cool way to see a current student perspective. Um, We're going to have student takeovers and things like that Mm -hmm. so that students can really see what a genuine day in the life of a student is like here. That's fantastic. Well, Rosa, uh, thank you so much for being my guest today and for uh, helping helping tell the story of Concordia University Chicago for all those hopefully prospective students out there. Of course. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And hopefully I'll see some of the listeners on campus soon for a visit. Absolutely.